When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back here in the Shaw's Patriots postgame show as the Bills defeat the Patriots 47-17. to It's Jim Murray, Joe Murray, and we'll get some more of your calls at 617-779-0985. First, though, we bring in, as we do each and every postgame, Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal, bostonsportsjournal.com. Greg, right off the top, who is the most to blame after this debacle, and does it start at the top with Bill Belichick? It has to be Belichick. I mean, look, he's in charge of everything. Um, and he's especially in charge of the defense. And uh, I've seen much less talented versions of this defense, speaking you know, mainly about 2011 and how they nearly won a Super Bowl with um, that collection on defense, including Julian Edelman playing slot cornerback against Anquan Bolden in the AFC Championship game. And I've seen them play and execute at a much higher level. And... Uh, this is just flat out embarrassing. I mean, basically for you know two plus games for you not to be able to force the Bills to punt is embarrassing, and and part of it is uh, personnel, and he's in charge of that. Part of it, I also think, is the coaching, and he's in charge of that. Uh, are these coaches good enough? I I don't know. I just know that in years past, when they had more experience on the coaching staff those guys could get a lot more out of what was on the roster. Uh, they they played with much more discipline. They executed much better. And, um, I, you know, I just think it squares – it falls squarely on Belichick, in my opinion. And, um, you know, I'm sure we'll get in some of the personnel choices. But you just cannot – you cannot play defense like that. That's just it, – it's flat-out embarrassing. It was atrocious. Greg, I agree. I think it all starts with coaching tonight, but what was the game plan? Like, what defense were they running? A zone, guys getting behind them, running a 3-4 on the goal line. What was the game plan tonight to stop Josh Allen and the Bills? Well, it looked like they came out with some sort of uh, inkling to play, uh, you know, almost sort of a bare front with um, three interior linemen covering up the the center and the and the two guards, and then they had Kyle Van Noy and Dante Hightower on the edges, and sort of a uh, a five one defense with one linebacker on the field. You know, you're still only playing um, nickel behind that. Uh, they they did their normal stuff in terms of you know, trying to change up coverages and things like that. But I think at the end of the day, Joe, uh, to me, the problems with this defense and why I had questions about them uh, for a long while uh, this season, even during the season, uh, the seven-game winning streak, was this team, if you really looked at them, if they went against a good team with a, with a good quarterback and multiple weapons, A, how are they going to cover B, how effective were they going to be rushing the passer? C, how effective were they going to be rushing the passer if Matthew Judon and Christian Barmore weren't bringing all-world pressure all by themselves? Uh, all of those things came to fruition in, in later on in the season. To me, it all started with, and look, I'm not going to say, oh, things would have been different if Stephon Gilmore was here. 
But you, who knows if he even, even would have been healthy. He did not finish the season healthy in Carolina. If he stays here, who knows? Maybe the Patriots bring him along slowly and just wait for the postseason. I don't know. All I can tell you is it is 100% fact that when Bill Belichick traded Stephon Gilmore, he left the secondary thin. They basically had no sort of backup. And if they sustained one injury, whether it was Jonathan Jones, which ended up happening, or J.C. Jackson, they were going to be hamstrung in terms of their ability to be able to play man coverage. And once that happened, it limited their ability on really what they could do on defense. It, it limited how long they could cover, uh, how, how long they could sort of uh, you know make the quarterback hold the ball. And when you combine that with Matthew Judon disappearing in the last five games. They had him for one tackle. He didn't start. The only other time he didn't start was the Jacksonville game. Didn't start in this game. It looked like he had a reduced role in a package, in some sort of sub-package. I'm sure his snap count is going to be way down in this game. And, you know, Christian Barmore being beat up, they had nobody else to make up for that. You know, whether it was, you know, failure to develop Josh Uche and Chase Winovich and guys like that personnel just led to certain choices where you could just tell this defensive staff went into these games and a lot of these games and said we are scared to death that we cannot cover in the back end so we're going to back off we're going to play more conservative we're not going to bring that many extra rushers their blitz numbers plummeted uh in in towards the end of the season they just had no answers because they couldn't cover that's where it all started and so, Greg, going back to how you, you opened, though, talking about you know lesser players and past Patriots teams and guys out of position like Julian Edelman playing cornerback, giving you a better effort, did they flat-out quit tonight, at least defensively? I didn't see that. You know, I know a lot of people are talking about that, or at least, you know, they they I think people, you know, I, I think people like to make excuses for the Patriots because they don't – you know, they don't want to rip the Patriots, which means you're ripping Belichick. And people aren't used to that. They don't want to do that. That makes them uncomfortable. So it's easier to point at, oh, well, it's, you know, it's, it's these new guys. They, they're not real Patriots. They're, you know, they kind of gave up. Or Josh Allen is just that good. <laughs> Josh Allen is not this good against anybody else. Do not let the Patriots off the hook. I, you know, I just think that, uh, you know, I, I just think that the Patriots just, they did not have the personnel going into this game uh, to match up, and I didn't see them quitting. I think there are some guys who were on fumes on that defense. I wouldn't mistake that for effort. I just think they, you know, they, Bill, Bill is very comfortable with guys who know what they're doing. Sometimes he forgets to say, "Are these guys any good anymore?" Yeah, six one seven 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 nine zero ninety eight five. You can join Greg and us in this conversation, though, but. You do got to tip the cap a little bit. Look, because I'm with you mostly, Greg, with, with Josh Allen, but, I mean, eight straight quarters without forcing a punt, you you do have to look at the quarterback a little bit and say, all right, you know, he is actually good. Because I've been reluctant to, too, don't you? Well, I mean, I'm, I, I've am i long ago come, come up from, you know, where I was on Josh Allen, and I've said he's good. At times, he's very good. I just don't think he's an elite quarterback. I think he has elite talent. But, Jim, you can't. How can you look at these games, these two games? One time, you could say, okay, the guy just got us. He was really good. Two straight games of no punts? That's not about Josh Allen. It's about Brian Dayball. It's about the Bills' weapons. It's about how bad the Patriots are. I mean, how does Josh Allen do what he did in these two games and against 
The Panthers, the Falcons, and the Jets complete 51% of his passes, throw five touchdowns, four interceptions, and have a 67 rating. You know, how can, how can those two make him look mortal, but against the Patriots, he's great. I just, I can't marry the two. Don't, I just don't think people should let the Patriots off the hook and be delusional and say, well, this is just Josh Allen. Cause the chances are he throws three picks next week and they lose, you know, but look, is he good? Has he improved? Does he look like he's in total control from where he's been? Absolutely. I think that's more about the Patriots than it is anything else. All right, more with Greg and your calls coming up here on the Shaw's Patriots postgame show as the Bills blow out the Patriots in Buffalo tonight, 47-17. to More coming up here on the Safety Insurance, 98.5 The Sports Hub, Patriots Radio Network. When it comes to getting the guaranteed lowest price on Falcon Tires, there's only one place to go, Town Fair Tire. And when it comes to getting more free services for life than anywhere else on Falcon Tires, there's only one place to go, Town Fair Tire. So when you're in the market for the best deal on Falcon Tires, get to Town Fair, because nobody beats a Town Fair Tire deal. And I mean absolutely nobody. Name brands at discount prices, Town Fair Tire. Now you can do your grocery shopping without ever getting out of your car with Shaw's Drive Up and Go. Just shop online at Shaw's or use the convenient Shaw's delivery and pickup app and they'll do the shopping and bagging for you. Then just head to the store and they'll bring your order right to your car. You'll enjoy the same in-store pricing. Plus, you'll earn and redeem your Shaw's for you grocery rewards. Place your first online order and get $20 off when you spend $75 or more. Limitations and restrictions apply. Visit Shaw's.com for details. Is it me or has everything gone extreme lately? Extreme sports, extreme home makeovers, and scarily extreme weather events. Wildfires, flash floods, tornadoes. The best way to protect yourself? Extremely good insurance. Talk to an independent agent about safety insurance. Because if you only pay for what you need, hurricane destroyed 45 homes in the area. you may end up needing to downsize. Safety insurance will help you manage life storms. Hey, New Englanders, do what I did. Be prepared for the winter with the king of snow, Aaron's. Aaron's Snowthrowers, the official snowthrower of the New England Patriots, and they're assembling round the clock to meet this record demand. In fact, Aaron's is increasing production to its highest level ever to keep you cleared out all winter long. Aaron's, still a family-owned business, still in Wisconsin, still the number one selling brand of two-stage snowblowers in the world. I've owned one for 20 years. Remember, it's not just a snowblower, it's an Aaron's. Visit your independent Aaron's dealer. Do it today. The Honda HRV, CRV, Pilot, Passport, and Ridgeline. They all have one thing in common. They never back off from a challenge. Available with all wheel drive, the Honda SUV lineup has the performance you can count on and the capability to amaze. That's why we're America's most loved auto brand. So contact your Honda dealer or shop online today. 2021 American Customer Satisfaction Index ACSI survey of customers rating the performance of their own automobiles. Hey, football fans, it's Bob Sosi, the voice of New England football. If you want to know how my voice stays in peak condition, look no further than my cup of Bigelow tea next to me in the booth. It's an essential part of my game day routine. And when it comes to tea, settling is not an option. Bigelow tea, grab a mug, and tea proudly. 
Valvoline Instant Oil Change, the best defender in the game against engine wear, provides 15-minute drive-through oil changes and touchless service for busy people. Go to getanoilchange.com to save 15% on your entire invoice and your 15-minute drive-through oil change. Print out the coupon or pull it up on your mobile device. That's getanoilchange.com. This is James Y. of the New England Patriots. Great companies need great teams. Just as the best professional sports teams look everywhere for top players, companies are opening up the world map too. Hiring talent anywhere in the world is easier than ever with Globalization Partners. Use their global employment platform to stack your team with the best people no matter where they live. The future of work is here. Globalization Partners makes it possible. Go to globalization-partners.com and onboard your next MVP today. New England Patriots fans, it's time to tackle the week with Duncan, the official coffee of the New England Patriots. It's the best way to get you through to the next Patriots game. Take it from two guys who know a thing or two about tackling, like New England Patriots Devin McCourty and Kyle Van Noy. Yup, it's true. If you want to tackle the week, you got to have Duncan. And practice helps too. It's always game on with Duncan. Join the Duncan app and earn rewards. Patriots fans run on Duncan. Zolak and Bertrand, middays on the Sports Hub. Split back, he takes a shotgun snap. A four-man rush with a pup. A throw long down the left side on the stop and go for Aguilar! And it's intercepted! What? Picked off! Micah Hyde has it, running down the right side. Hyde continues to New England territory, but they're going to rule that he was down in the end zone for touchback. Yeah, Micah Hyde there with the... uh... Excellent interception for the Bills there. When the Patriots actually started to get things going, picking up a couple of big third downs, one with Mac Jones running on third and long, and then he puts that one up deep to Aguilar and picked off by Micah Hyde. We played that as part of the Avidia Bank turnover recap, and the Patriots didn't have any turnovers tonight, so we got to play in that one. Video Bank and J.C. Jackson teaming up for Be a Champion for a Child this season to benefit the Boys and Girls Club of Metro West. New England's defense again forcing zero turnovers in the loss to Buffalo tonight, but Video Bank donating $30,000 this season to help at-risk children. Video Bank, honest to goodness. Again, the Patriots lose tonight in Buffalo in a wildcard game, 47-17. Back here in the Shaw's Patriots postgame show, it's Jim Murray, Joe Murray, Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal, bostonsportsjournal.com. So in the postgame, Mac said, uh, Mac Jones said, Greg, that that ball, you know, a lot of people, you know, giving credit to, to Micah Hyde for that interception, and rightfully so, it was a big play, but I was happy to hear Mac say he could have made a better throw because I kind of thought that was underthrown. What did you think of Mac Jones overall tonight? Look, he had the two interceptions. Um, you know, that one, I, I don't put it on Mac. I thought it was a really good throw. Um, 99% of NFL free safeties cannot make that play. It's like an Ed Reed type of play. The guy just made a tremendous play. Uh, nine out of ten times, that's a touchdown. And, you know, it, it, are people going to micromanage him and say, you know, could have been this, could have been that? Yeah. But, you know, considering he, he's trying to answer the situation, I thought it was a great pass. I just thought Micah Hyde, uh, you know, made a better play. An all-world type of play, and you got to tip your cap to him, and that happens sometimes. Um, you know, the other interception happened on a tip ball. I I thought that Mac Jones, for the most part, played well tonight. I, I thought he showed well to come back on that drive after the Bills, of course, uh, go down and score a touchdown to open the game. For him to uh, come back, convert three 
third and long or two third and longs on that drive. A big throw to Hunter Henry, I think, and also he had a scramble on third down. Uh, I thought it showed a lot, and to me, I thought it answered the 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 cold weather question. You know, not that I questioned him, I just it hadn't been answered. I thought he played well for the most part. Um, I thought his line let him down a little bit at times. Shaq Mason and Trent Brown both gave up sacks. Um, not much of a running game to speak of to work with. Um, you know, a good a good defense, a fast defense. I thought I thought Mac did pretty well uh, tonight, all things considering. It just would be nice if the defense, you know, ever got him a stop to, you know, try to stay in the game. Yeah, I thought Mac Jones' footwork was outstanding tonight. You know, with some of the moves he moved up in the pocket, moved around in the pocket. Uh, it's something I don't know if I've really seen from him this year. But my questions, I have two things for you. Josh McDaniels, I questioned a few of the things. Down 14, running on three straight plays. I didn't understand that. And just the other thing, with all the struggles early in games, why do they continue to defer? Do you think that's something that would have changed, or is that just what they've always done? Uh, when did he? When did they run three straight times? Uh, it was the they were down fourteen nothing. Uh, I'm looking at here. Was yeah, I actually thought. Yeah, I see it. It's the end of the first quarter. Second, of the game, drive, the second quarter. Yep. Uh, you know, um, you know, they're down fourteen. I, 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 you know, I don't have an answer for it. Um, the only thing I didn't like there. Oh, well, first of all, you're not expecting to get. You know, you got what they get five yards, two yards, two yards. Um, the Patriots should be able to run the ball better against the Bills there. Um, that's first of all. Second of all, I didn't like not going for it there. Um, I didn't like both of Bills' decisions to punt uh, fourth and one and also fourth and eight on the next possession. I thought fourth and one, it's your own 34. I get it. But Bills should have known by that time, we're, we're not stopping anybody. We, you know, I mean, what are you trying to risk? Not getting blown out? Well, you punted, and you still got blown out. So I didn't like Bill not going for it there. I thought he should have gone for it. Um, you know, look, three straight runs are going to be criticized all the time. That's fine. I mean, I just think that the Patriots, with their offensive line, with their running backs, they should be better than that, and they weren't there. Um, I also didn't like the fourth, not going forward on fourth and eight from the New England 49. After, mm-hmm. you know, it was third and 20. They got 12 yards. Again, it's 20 to nothing. Yeah, I, like, do you really think, what? how much more do you need to see to say, we're not stopping these guys? We can't match up. Like, are you hoping the turnover fairy just suddenly pops one into your arms? Like, I thought he should have gone for it there, um, realizing what kind of game uh, they were in. But, um, I don't know if that totally answered your question or if you. No, it does. I, I like it. I mean, yep. at this point, you haven't stopped him in how many games? I mean, it's the same mm-hmm. guy that went for it on fourth and two years back, and now in a playoff game. Well, they've they've he's coached timid this way too throughout this season. I mean, look, think of the Tampa game too. You know, like they didn't trust yep. Mike Jones to go the for Dallas it. game. Yeah, kicking the fifty-six yard field goal instead of fourth and three. I just so what is that? Is he you know losing his feel for the game? Just doesn't trust the quarterback like that. That doesn't really make any sense, at least historically, because like Joe said, you know, like fourth and two in Indy, like that. These these situations right. have popped up before, and he's been more aggressive. I mean, that's that's that that's nine straight touchdowns that the Bills have scored. Um, against the Patriots going back to last game um, and uh, and 10 out of 11 drives the Patriots have given up touchdowns to the Bills so to me 
Bill should have known. All right, well, the this is the curveball that we're going to throw. Did it work? No. So, like, what are you waiting for? Try to change something. Uh, I, you know, some of the decisions I didn't have a problem with this year. Sometimes I did. Um, I just think it should just showed a lack of confidence in his offense and his quarterback. And uh, you know, at times I think they could have used it. I mean, look, tonight they scored two fourth fourth down touchdown passes. I mean, they had to go for him in those circumstances. But you know, I. I like Max competitiveness of trying to find a play on, you know, fourth and, you know, fourth and one or fourth and eight, um, you know, try to, try to put a little bit of pressure on the bills, but yeah, I just think he has, I think he has no faith in younger players at all. I mean, just look at what's gone on on this defense. I mean, 2019 and now uh, 2021, they implode down the stretch on defense because they look old. They look tired and, you know, there's Josh Uche not doing much. Chase Winovich inactive. Like, you know, what are these guys doing on this team if they can't help at all? And so I just think Bill Bill does not trust youth at all, and I think that's one of the things he needs to look at strongly in the offseason. Steve in New York, you're next up here on the show's Patriots postgame show along with Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal. Go ahead, Steve. Yeah, guys, I just think uh, I think all the problems with the drafting and overpaying for players is just came to a head tonight. I mean, Mills Mills wasn't in there, but he's awful. Barmore is hurt. Duggar in the second round, that's awful. You know, and um, the wide receiver, our best wide receiver is an undrafted slot guy. So, and and we don't have a defensive coordinator. And the offensive coordinator doesn't know what to do without Brady. So, like, what is this team going to do going forward? So, I, uh, that's now going to be the question. Um, you know, was this the uh... – was this the the reckoning in terms of all that money spent in free agency? And you've seen historically how that hasn't ultimately worked for teams in the past. Look, they still got to the playoffs, and I still think you have some foundational pieces, you know, starting with a quarterback at the most important position. But I don't know. Is there a limit there? Have we now seen that? You know, you spend all this money on guys like Judon, who was nothing down the stretch here. Do you now question that that method and how they handled this? I'm not ready to go there yet, um, Jim, and not to give you like a Belichick like you know, answer where it's, you know, the game just finished. You know, we're just, we're on the game. Um, no, I liked all the signings. And, you know, even if some of the guys struggled this year, and I'm mainly looking at, like, you know, Jonu Smith, uh, they're going to have to investigate what went on with Judon at the end of the season. People could say, well, he was hurt and X, Y, and Z. He wasn't on the injury report this week. So I don't really know how to say, uh, it's injury related. It could very well be injury related. I don't know, but you know, I I think the offense how it is. I think that's that's an area of the game where playing more together, expanding the playbook a little bit more, gaining a little bit of trust in Mac Jones, him getting a little bit stronger in the offseason, getting a break, coming back fresh. I think they have a they have a better chance at making a lot of improvement on the offensive side of the ball. As is, and they'll need to determine can Johnu Smith get better. Sometimes it's just a year one thing for these guys. This is what you get when you go into free agency. You don't know how these guys are re- going to react. Suddenly, with Johnu Smith, you're like, oh, you know, Mike Vrabel's not an idiot. They kind of let this guy go and didn't put much of a fight. Maybe they knew something, and so maybe that that factors into it. Defensively, I don't know what they do. To tell you the truth, I think there's going to be a lot. I think they need to look at the defensive staff um, and their role in it. I, you know, just like I talked about 2011, 
I, you know, put that coaching staff up against this one. Uh, that staff did a night and day job coaching up those guys and getting them to where they did. This group. Uh, I think we just lost. Coaching. Oh. I think I thought we lost your feed there for a sec, Greg. We did for about okay. ten seconds. So, uh, you know what? Hold that. We're gonna actually pause uh, and get it get caught up with the headlines. We'll come back with you with Greg and more phone calls at six one seven 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 nine zero ninety eight five. First, though, let's pause ten seconds. Ten seconds for station identif- identification here on the Safety Insurance ninety eight five Sports Hub Patriots Radio Network. <laughs> Home for sports is the Sports Hub. Of the Media Group Station. Sports Hub headlines. Patriots season is over. They got throttled by Buffalo 47 17. Josh Allen, five touchdowns. He threw 20 of 25, uh, 300 yards in this one. And uh, it was a bad one. The Patriots have lost four of the last five games for the first time. In the Bill Belichick era, Matt Slater spoke after the game, discussed uh, that he didn't want to talk about his future now, but wanted to respect the team and said he'll make some sort of announcement later on in the season. There were there was one game earlier today. The Bengals advanced past the Raiders 26-19. Joe Burrow, two touchdown passes in the win. The Bruins, they played today. They got a 4-3 win in overtime over Nashville. Taylor Hall. He had the game-winning goal. The Bees host Carolina on Tuesday. And the Celtics got a 114-112 win over the Bulls tonight. Headlines brought to you by Valvoline Instant Oil Change. For your 15-minute drive to oil change, you never have to leave your car. No appointments ever needed. Visit GetAnOilChange.com now to save on your next oil change. Um, Joe Murray, more post-game after this on the Safety Insurance. 98.5 The Sports Hub, Patriots Radio Network. Hey, it's Greg Bedard of BostonSportsJournal.com. Last weekend, I went in for my first Awaken 180 weigh-in of 2022, and you guessed it, I lost another 5 pounds. A few months ago, I would have never thought I'd be sharing the next stat with you. I've now lost over 60 pounds, and lost most of it during what most consider the toughest time of year for weight loss, the holiday season. Well, we're now into the new year, and if you were the one using those holidays as an excuse, what's stopping you now? Instead of searching for another excuse, because believe me, you'll find one, I know I did it as my weight went up and up, make the call to Awaken 180 today and start dropping weight as soon as next week. It's that simple. The whole process is simple. You just follow the plan that's laid out for you and the weight starts falling off. No pills, no gym, no gimmicks. That's why I chose Awaken 180 and that's why I recommend you do too. Seven locations online at awaken180weightloss.com. Since 1980, the experts at Sports Etc. have been properly fitting hockey players from beginners to pros with trusted brands at great prices. Sports Etc. 1303 Mass Ave in Arlington, Boston's best hockey shop. New England Patriots captain Matthew Slater for Ad Care. My first experience with addiction was actually with a family member. I was very young at the time. I didn't really understand, but I knew that it really rocked my family to the core. Thank God that family member got the help that they needed. Sometimes you get yourself backed into a corner and feel like you've got to do it alone. But I think it's important for those people that are in that situation right now in their lives to understand they don't have to do it alone. You can make it through this. You can get back on track. Speak up, reach out, get help. Call 1-800-ALCOHOL or visit adcare.com. 
Patriots Radio Network is proud to welcome the following new partners. Blue Bear Services. From Boston to Cape Cod, Blue Bear Services has all your HVAC plumbing and drain cleaning needs handled. Hashtag the bear was here. Mass General Brigham Sports Medicine. Specialists who understand your athletic dreams, goals, and the need to get back to them. Together, they'll write your comeback story. And Devil and Solar. Offset your energy bills and power your home through a blackout with Devil and Solar, the most trusted solar company in New England. Thank you from the home of the Patriots. 98.5 The Sports Hub. Hey, it's Felger here with my sports take of the day. TakeSide is a free and fun app you can use to make NBA team and player takes. Choose from thousands of new takes every day. Check out all of my takes from me and my staff at username 985Felger and follow me for a chance to win game tickets every month. Download the TakeSide app today. Kick off the new year with a group of family, friends, coworkers, or clients in a luxury Celtic suite rental. For a limited time, select suites include a complimentary food and beverage package through games in January. Visit Celtics.com slash holiday suites to learn more. Kings is your go-to destination to watch the football action this winter on the big screens. You can enjoy award-winning food, cocktails, and a chance to win autographed football memorabilia. Kings offers arcades, billiards, and of course, bowling. Visit Kings Seaport, Back Bay, Linfield, Burlington, or Dedham today. Kings is the place for fun. After all that time cooped up, road trips are back. We're all eager to reconnect with loved ones, explore new locales, and put staycations on our rearview mirrors. Before your next trip, take a short drive over to your local independent insurance agent and ask about safety insurance. They'll make sure your coverage is up to speed and probably show you a few ways we can save you money, too. Ask an independent agent about safety insurance. We'll help you manage life storms. Every day, 13 children are diagnosed with a brain tumor. This season, for every New England first down, Credit Union's Kids at Heart will help fund promising clinical trials to find safer and more effective treatments for children with brain cancer. Credit Union's Kids at Heart believes that research gives these children and their families hope for a long and healthy future. Learn more at cukidsatheart.org. The First Downs to Fight Pediatric Brain Cancer campaign is generously supported by Digital Federal Credit Union and Vertify Software. Take a sip of You Got This with Dunkin' Espresso drinks like a caramel macchiato, mocha latte, or oat milk latte. Order ahead plus earn rewards. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Listen live. Check out our podcast with the 98.5 The Sports Hub app. Snap on the spot. Kick is lifted to the uprights, and that kick by Nick Folk is good. He delivers again. Again, maybe the MVP of the Patriots over the last two seasons. Take that with the good and the bad. Nick Folk with a 44-yard field goal. And this season is part of their Apex Cares program. Apex Entertainment donating $100 to the New England Center for Children for every converted field goal, every point, every dollar helps. For more information, go to apexentertainment.com. Back here in the Shaw's Patriots postgame show, Jim Murray, Joe Murray, and Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal. Final segment here with Greg. And uh, with your phone calls as well at 617-779-0985. We'll go to Kyle and Arrington. You're next up here with Greg Bedard here on the Shaw's, Shaw's Patriots postgame show. Go ahead, Kyle. Uh, good evening. This is really cathartic to listen to you guys. Um, actually, I feel pretty optimistic about going into next year. This was an ugly, ugly loss. Lost, ready to turn the page on it. Uh, I really like what I saw in Mac Jones. I think my only complaint is that I wish he sounded less like Eeyore. He's always really glum in the press conference. So I don't like that. But my question for you guys is, like, how personal was this game between McDermott and Bill Belichick? They were running up the score. Seems like they wanted to race 20 years of futility in one night. Uh, I just want to get your perspective on what was going on there between the two head coaches. 
Thanks, Kyle. Yeah, Greg, was it icy there at the end? I mean, I was setting up to get ready to do the post game, and it's a little scattered at the end of these games. But I did. I, I know, Joe, you mentioned that, what, there was just like a eh, quick a little, handshake. A little cold handshake. Though. Yeah. And so do you think also, like the caller said, Greg, that this was kind of an FU moment for Buffalo tonight? Uh, I didn't get that sense. Uh, you know, it just, <laughs> I mean, even when the game was in question, the Patriots couldn't couldn't stop the Bills. I mean, it's just uh, it's like when you're playing basketball and you just play against one of these teams that can't score and, you you know, you, you can't even you try to, like, pass it around the perimeter, you, you know, the ball's still going in. And I just think the Patriots are that pathetic tonight that they couldn't stop the Bills. I didn't think that you know, the 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 fat guy touchdown was a, was a nice touch, but, um, <laughs> you know, look, I, I I, I don't think it was anything unusual, and certainly the Patriots can't be talking about anybody running up to score against anybody. They uh, they did plenty of that themselves when when they were feeling things in in fu moments. But I didn't get that sense. I did think the handshake was a little bit weird. It looked like Bill said something to McDermott uh, at the end, real quick in passing, that kind of made uh, McDermott um, you know sort of do a double take, uh, but. You know, I could be way off on that. That was just a, a quick glance at that. But I, I didn't think anything was that out of the usual. I just think that the Patriots just suck tonight. That's all. Uh, I think the offense needs a few tweaks, right? I mean, as, as far as going into the future, few things there, a playmaker, maybe you move on from Aguilar. Uh, you mentioned John and Smith, maybe a second year. Um, and who knows about uh, Isaiah Wynn's future, by the way. But that defense, how do they fix it? Is it something they can do through free agency? Can they do it in the draft? Would they trust young linebackers? And, and one other thing I wanted to bring at you, bring up to you: Have you noticed all the? They have this like thing of going after possession receivers on offense, and they always want a bigger linebacker or, or a guy that can play multiple downs on the defensive line. Do you think they they can go away from that? It just to me, it seems like with Mac Jones, you need guys who can catch the ball and run after the catch. And I just feel like maybe they need to change their philosophy on the type of player that they have, and especially at the linebacker position. Uh, as far as the offense, I don't think the offense needs all that much. I, if if I had one, you know, if if I had one move to make on the offense, it would be finding like a really good slot receiver uh, that can get open quickly. You do that. You pair that with at least Hunter Henry, if not Johnny Smith, in the middle. Uh, it frees things up for other guys. I think the Aguilar thing, depending on their um, their grading of him, I don't I don't know what it is. I didn't think that was solely an Aguilar thing. I think it was more, uh, you know, rookie quarterback, you know, and not trusting him and and not having the full arsenal of the Patriots offense. I I think the offense as is with a good slot receiver is just fine and definitely good enough to win if you have a decent defense. And that's where I think all the moves need to be made. And I don't know how many they can make. Um, they, I don't think they have an abundance of cap space next year. Of course, we'll be talking about this all off season. I think the last thing I saw was, you know, I think they have upper 20 million, you know, upper edges of 20 million in terms of real cap space um, to use. But, you know, if some guys walk away or whatnot, uh, that could affect it, or if they have to trade some guys, that could JC affect Jackson it. But, too. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, J.C. Jackson. I mean, you you you, ba- you tag him, and he plays here next year. That's basically all your cap space yeah. is gone with J.C. Jackson. Is Devin McCourty going to be back? If not, you need a new free safety. 
because you don't have one on this roster. Maybe it's Jalen Mills. Maybe it's Miles Bryant. Uh, but it's not an upgrade. Uh, Dante Hightower, does he walk away? Who's who's your middle linebacker? Is it going to be, you know, Cameron McGrone, who was a you know basically a redshirt draft pick this mm-hmm. year, coming off ACL uh, surgery? I think they definitely need to invest huge on the interior offensive line. Devon Gotchow has to be gone. They have to what eat whatever money he was useless this year. He gave you nothing. Lawrence guy can't. Finally, it came to the end where he can't do everything on his own. I think they need two interior guys to go, to go along with uh, Guy and Christian Barmore on there. You need a guy opposite Matthew Judon that can rush the passer. Are they going to let Josh Uche do that or not? Um, you know, I think they need two more man cover corners. So to me, they need a lot more work on defense. I am not worried about the offense other than find me a slot receiver. Mike Chicopee, you're next up here on the Shaw's Patriots post-game show with Greg Bedard. Go ahead, Mike. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. What's up? Hey, listen, I'm not trying to be like Captain Hindsight or anything, and uh, you guys already said the whole... Um, Speak up, Mike. We can't really hear you all that well. Oh. Is this better? Yes, much better. Go ahead. All right. Um, I'm not saying being the Captain Hindsight or anything, and you guys have already said uh, they didn't stop them pretty much after the first game, the Bills. But to me, I'm not going to blame Bill, but Bill is a coach, but I'm blaming Bill as a GM right now and not having a defensive coordinator that's there from day one to days, uh, the last game in his, uh, of the season. Mike, I'm going to let you go on that. So is that maybe part of the problem and how this thing kind of – fumbled here towards the last five weeks, including tonight in this defensive performance? Is there too much nepotism, too many bobos? Is, where's Matt Patricia's fingers on this? Does he need to clean out that room a little bit? And we need to see some upheaval with some of the coaching staff, Greg. He at least needs to ask hard questions, or somebody um, you know, with the last name of Kraft needs to ask some, some tough questions because um, I don't think ever since Brian Flores left um, – as defensive coordinator, I don't think it's been good uh, over there. And I've had questions about uh, all of those guys. And, uh, you know, you can start with Steve. I mean, I, I've heard good things about Brian, but, uh, you know, is Steve is Steve the guy to lead that defense, especially if they're going to be going through a lot of transition? I mean, if, if Dante Hightower and Devin McCourty aren't there to sort of lead the group, now who's it fall to? And is that is that person a strong enough possibility? I don't think that Matt Patricia is the answer, and I don't think he's going to step into the coaching staff if he still has money left on his Lions contract, which I'm going to assume that he does. So he's going to stay as a quote-unquote consultant. And even if he comes aboard, the last time he was defensive coordinator, he gave up 41 points and 583 yards or 538 yards to Nick Folk in the Super Bowl. So... Is that really going to do much of anything? And and you know there were a lot of people that were happy to see him move on after that. So Bill's got to look harder at the defensive staff and, and decide you know what he's going to do, what's right, um, because that's a, the least that he has to do. I'm not advocating that anybody should be out the door, but Bill or the Crafts need to ask some serious questions and do a lot of analyzing there. All right, Greg, I'll end the season on another wild, crazy question. I like to do this every week with you. Uh, any chance Bill Belichick's not back next year with the Patriots? I highly doubt that he he does not return. I mean, I, I 
I assume that Bill's going to be back and that he's chasing uh, Don Shula. Uh, I There's always a chance. I would just put it at about 5% chance that he walks away. I can't see him being that close and you know probably thinking uh, a few personnel moves, they're right there. I, I have a hard time seeing him walk away. All right, Greg. Well, it'll be a uh, long off season with a lot to discuss going forward. Enjoy the rest of Super Wild Card Weekend, and that'll probably be the only time I'll ever call it that again. But the next two days, enjoy that. We'll talk to you on Tuesday, Big Boy Tuesday, and Felger and Maz. Right? Sounds good. All, All right. right, see you guys. Thanks. Take care, Greg. Later. Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal, bostonsportsjournal dot com. Read more about his thoughts on this game tonight. Again, at bostonsportsjournal dot com. Patriots lose to the Bills in this wild card game tonight, forty seven to seventeen. More of your calls coming up next. Here in the Safety Insurance, 98.5 Sports of Patriots Radio Network.